again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, a weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from a varying skill range. I am Walker, Texas Ranger, on this mission. Andrew, with me, our Junior Ranger, Keith. Okay. <laughs> and our Ranger in Training, Liz. Hey, guys. And can I just say, as a huge Walker, Texas Ranger fan, I am insulted that you got that title. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should be the host. This week, we're going over a fan pick, Rage 2, which was requested from Dave from California. So thank you so much for uh, giving us a shout out and requesting a game. I always love when we get fan picks because it's always such like an interesting experience. I never would have played this game if someone didn't pick it. You know? <laughs> I would have because I played the original. I really liked it. But anyway, we're going over Rage 2, which is from which is developed by id Software and Avalanche Studios and is published by Bethesda Softworks. So Rage 2 is a first-person shooter, open-world exploration game where you are a survivor of a gruesome attack right at the beginning of the game where you're attacked by the evil bad guys named the Authority, which is such a generic, like, bad guy kind of name. So this group appears and ends up just wiping out your entire town, and you're the last survivor. Well, actually not the last survivor, but you're the last ranger, which is supposed to be... Uh, an elite group of people that are infected with nanotrites, which give you these special abilities. But you're essentially going out and trying to gather up a group to take the fight back to the people and rebuild your lost city. So starting off going around asking you all if this is a game or a pass, I guess I will start off and say I had a really hard time figuring it out, but in the end, I think I'm going to land on pass. Which is really disappointing and frustrating for me because I played the first Rage and I really liked the first Rage. This one had so many different elements from other games. And to me, it didn't do any of the elements well. Like any time I was playing this game, I was like, yep, this feels like this game, but it doesn't do as good of a job. So in the end, for me, it's a pass. This might be an early contender for me of uh, letdown of the year. I was yeah, I might be the same. really excited going into this game because I thought it looked like a lot of fun. I'd watched the trailers on it when they announced it. I don't know, one of the XCOMs or XCONs, right? I don't know. Yeah, it, it was, well, it was first leaked by Walmart. Yeah. But yeah, then they announced it, I think, at E3. Well, either way, the trailer looked cool from what I remembered seeing, and I thought I was going to like it, and it just didn't do much for me. And yeah, I'd say it's probably a pass. So I actually almost switched mine today. I originally was thinking it's a game because I actually really enjoyed playing it. There's a lot of things that need improvement, don't get me wrong. And I almost changed it to a pass because I couldn't play it today because it crashed the entire day. Even hard reboots wouldn't help it. It was absolutely ridiculous. And I got so frustrated. And uh, But I'm still going to give it a game. But obviously, if you have a backlist of games you want to play... It may not be worth your time if you have to put this much effort in just to gain the game to load. That's that's so, why I gave it a pass. It, for me, it's a game because, you know, I don't have a huge backlog. But if you're an avid gamer and you have a ton of games to play, I mean, every single time I played it, there was crashing. So it might not be worth your time. Yeah. No, I... I, I we'll get into agree. that later. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to start off with, I think, is probably one of the most laughable things about this game. And that is the story. The story of this game is just like, oh, here's bad guys. They killed our people. Let's fight back, guys. And for a world that's so kind of destroyed and kind of interesting, like it's an apocalyptic world, this world is filled with the most uninteresting characters. 
There's not a single person I was like, ooh, I really want to learn more about you. I wish you had more screen time or more dialogue. I literally could care less about any of these people. Actually, I think I'd want to see less of the creepy doctor, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) I just think that the story was just very generic. I mean, there's so many games that kind of have a similar beginning. Yeah. And also, like, why call the person Ranger Walker? Like, you can't compete with Walker, Texas Ranger. It's asinine. (laughs) And also, you mentioned to me that John Goodman was a voice actor in the first one. I mean, I think maybe it would have been a game for everyone if John Goodman was a part of it. You just, like, love the big-name celebrities like Terry Crews in these games. John Goodman is an amazing actor. You can't... <laughs> John Goodman's can't pretty awesome. That. I'm, I'm kind of with Liz on that. It at least would have helped a lot of it if I got him in there. But I don't think his voice is also as noticeable as Terry Crews. But throw Terry Crews in this and I'm in. Or Chuck Norris. I mean, yeah. yeah if, Where's oh, Chuck right. Norris? <laughs> if you're going to do Ranger Walker or whatever, then yeah. Well, out of all the people, I agree. I think Terry Crews would have been the best in this game. Because this game looks like, just from its cover art, is like, oh, it's this colorful, bombastic, crazy game. And it didn't feel like that. And I feel like having a good big name actor like Terry Crews or someone with some energy would have really kind of helped this game, maybe with its story. Because its story, I think, is just so flat. I do think the voice actors were good. I just think that the writing was really cringy. Okay. And cheesy. The voice acting for the main characters are good. Good to, fair to good. There was one voice actor. I don't know if you guys ever did the car racing area, Chaz Derby. There's this one character. It is like the most like feminine looking girl, but I think they like forgot who the model was or like the actor didn't know what their character looked like because the voice acting was awful. I looked at this character and I was like, wait, this is the person's voice. It was like this hillbilly yokel kind of voice, but it was like the most feminine looking girl and her name was like optimum torque or something like that and she kept talking to the third person it was just really bad i was like what is this voice acting see i avoided the racing because i just thought the driving was kind of bad it was i mean i don't understand how you just have a complete like 90 degree you just sharp turn it just didn't make any sense to me and you were doing it through trees and it just seemed like weird so i avoided the whole racing area so i didn't encounter that yeah i mean it didn't do much for the story part of it but because there's like one side quest to it. Or no, it was part of the main story, but you just did the like one race and it was just like, all right, that's it. Don't have to do that anymore. I don't even know much really what I need to say about it. I think you guys really summed it up. There's, I mean, if we're still talking about the story, there's nothing to it. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's there. It's kind of weird though, because there isn't much to the story, but at the same time, there's a lot of things to do gameplay wise. Because if you look at, like, there's the balloons, there's a, I forget what they're called, sentinels, you can race, and then you have all these side quests, and you have to, you know, kill all, the, like, the pods and stuff. There's a lot to do. Yes. So, this world is an open world, and you're given a indestructible car. You can pick up other cars that aren't indestructible, and if you die in them, you die. But in the indestructible car, you at least can, like, get out of your vehicle and still fight. So this world is open, and there's these activities to do. And when you're doing these activities, you're leveling up one of the three leaders that'll eventually give you more abilities and stuff like that. So it think very much of it as like um, just about any Ubisoft game, but the most recent ones are Far Cry, where you basically are going to these outposts, liberating them, or killing the bandits, getting new abilities, new items. It just doesn't do it as well as I felt like Far Cry does it with the open world. Like, a lot of those activities of going to the world and exploring and liberating things are fun. In this one, it felt like busy work. I felt like I was seeing the same generic gas station I was blowing up. The same generic 
crumbled buildings. I was going in to kill mutants. Like, I, none of them I felt like were unique. Yeah, they could have done more with the locations because they had the area where, like, the, they had the sand dunes and they had the wetlands and they were slightly different. But yeah, they but all they could have done something to distinguish them more. It was kind of weird how little thought they put into it. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. The gameplay was so boring to me. I was so disappointed because. All I felt like is is basically what you said, Andrew, is it felt like it just crammed all of the worst parts of games that I liked and tried to offer me a package that I wanted to play. I think you mentioned it at one point when we were playing it, is that the game advertised itself and felt like it wanted to be played very fast, but everything was very slow. Like, sure, you had your fast travel once you got to a location, I believe, or like to a trade town, but aside from that, Getting everywhere felt like such a chore. And then going yes. and collecting everything, you'd collect, yeah, like one of five things there. Cool. I'm out of here. But I do think that they did spice it up a little bit. Because like, as you're traveling, like things will pop up that you can fight and stuff. But if you're focused on the main mission and you avoid that, it is kind of boring. And I also thought, too, like they had like, the different vehicles. But I feel like it took a while to encounter any new weapons. Yes. And so for me, like, I love the collectibles, all the bullets and everything. But for me, I thought it would have been fun to have more guns. I only had the pistol, the assault rifle, and the shotgun. But I felt like that's really all I needed. I'm sure all the other things are nice and all that, but give me those three items. And I just leveled them up and I felt like everything was fine. So I didn't even really go searching for the other weapons, I guess. Well, I meant, like, fun-wise. I knew that there was more but for me, I just thought it'd be fun to to try new weapons. Getting back to the collectibles, the data cards that you could find, I would find I them in those. weird places, like in yeah. a crevice. And so I had like the indicator that I was like right in front of it. And it'd be like, there was one that was like in the wall in like a crevice. And I was like, what's the point? Yeah. And like, I tried reading some of those data logs and they're just so boring. It's like this whole world is boring and uninteresting. I had no interest in reading those data logs. And then you could also find rangers that had passed away and you focus on them and get their information. And they didn't really do anything to indicate like a mood or anything. Yeah. Like we'll get into it later, but it's like, I thought that there should have been like a drastic like mood or music shift or something. And I just thought like little things like that would have added like more life to the game. No, I agree. This is one of my biggest complaints, as you were saying, Liz, of, like, the weapons are kind of hard to get. You could beat this game. If you just do the main story, you could honestly beat this game in maybe, like, eight hours. Just doing the main story is very quick. But if you just do that, you literally will just beat the game with the assault rifle, the pistol, and the shotgun. Those are the only mandatory weapons you get. There's a total of, I think, nine weapons. And a lot of them are fun. And not only that, there's also four abilities you can get and then some passive abilities you can get. And they actually make the game fun. But you have to hunt them down. And it's like, that's not a fun mechanic. Like, to have a very fun part of your game kind of hidden in the world and make people chase it, like, that's that's not that's not a good idea. Because <laughs> I first was not liking this game. I thought, I thought it was very frustrating. I was playing on the hard difficulty at first. And I was doing, I was doing okay. But I was like, all right, I, I feel like I have to take cover more. And Anytime you see advertisements for this game, it looks like, yes, yeah, Keith was saying, fast-paced action. You're running and punching people and sliding and shotgunning and throwing people. But you need to find those abilities. Like, that is the fun part of the game, but you don't get it unless you look for it. And to me, the combat felt like it was trying to be like Doom, which Doom is a fantastic first-person shooter game. 
So when I was seeing advertisement for this, I was like, oh, cool, that's what it is. Because when you kill enemies, they drop uh, nanotrites, which also give you a little bit of health. So I was like, okay, this game is trying to encourage you to kill people, quickly pick up stuff so you can heal, and keep fighting, keep it going. But the enemy was too good at shooting, you couldn't dodge the bullets, so you had to take cover. Like, you had to slow down, you had to kind of play in your attacks, which really kind of ruined the fun for me. Did you switch to medium? Eventually I did switch to medium, and once I got a couple of the abilities. So, one of my quick tips for you guys if you do play this game at least look up the arc locations, because you absolutely need the ability, the defibrillator. So basically, if you die, you go through a quick button sequence, and when you hit the buttons, depending how well you do, you come back with a certain amount of health. And then it has like a few minute cooldown before you do it again. But obviously, that is a massive lifesaver, because your character dies, and instead of restarting the checkpoint, you just come back to life where you are and continue fighting. And then my second hot tip to kind of help Keith, what Keith was saying of the mass amount of traveling in this game if you get the doctor up to level 7, you unlock a flying vehicle, and that makes traveling a thousand times easier. Yeah. I never used the indestructible car once I had the flying vehicle. I just flew straight to my destination, landed, did the objective, went to the next area. So, two hot tips right there. Well, speaking of the arcs, I actually love the... I don't know if you would call it an ability, but you would jump in the air and then slam down. Yeah, it's an yeah. ability. And you would just like kill everybody around you. That was so good for me. Yeah, like, they're I mean, fun. I did easy, and I I actually really enjoyed the combat. You have the grenades and the wing sticks. sticks. That's what it's called, yeah. And I just, I love the weapons. I love picking up health as I went, and you can also get components to create more grenades and health infusions and things like that. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed the combat. It was good for me. It wasn't bad, I won't say. I was So I played on the medium difficulty. And it's not that the combat was bad. It just wasn't nearly as exciting as I was hoping for. Honestly, yeah. I, it just made me want to play Borderlands. Borderlands is a lot faster paced. It's a lot more chaos. And I have a lot more fun with that. And But also, like you said, it also kind of tried to play off of Doom, which is another great fast-paced first-person shooter that was a ton of fun, but... It didn't do a good job. And it's on Game Pass, so you could play Doom on Game Pass, which I highly recommend. Touche. But yeah, it's just, it's way more fun than this game is. Did you guys have more difficulty aiming in this game? Because I'm thinking back to like when we played Tomb Raider and just various different games where there was a lot of uh, shooting and combat. I thought it was a lot harder to aim in this game. Like there's a sensitivity. A it had a camera shake to it, and that's part of it. Or a wobble or something. Because you, you could get like skills that would actually reduce it i'm pretty sure so that was one thing that it just intentionally made it irritating i guess which kind of bothers me just don't intentionally make my game bothersome to watch or yeah more difficult in dumb ways like that like make it more difficult in better ways i like yeah. that when i was playing i said to andrew how do i use the zip and andrew said this is an apex liz you can't zip up <laughs> i was like oh my word oh yeah i didn't think about that just immediately wanted to <laughs> From the two times you've ever played Apex. But you do watch a lot, so. I do. I watch it. Yeah. The other big uh, gameplay feature in this game, which this one was the biggest disappointment for me. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I hated the car combat. Like, it's not like it was just okay. I just straight up hated the car combat. I avoided it because I didn't like it. Yeah. Which makes me sad because the first Rage actually had really good car combat. You once again had a generic car that you would add parts to it, new weapons, better armor, stuff like that. You had cool upgrades for it. 
this one you have some upgrades, but none of them I thought were like, oh, sweet, I have this new thing. But then when it came to the actual combat, it was awful. It was so hard to drive your car. Your main machine guns only shot in like a 100 degree angle in front of your car. So if someone's behind you or slightly to the side, it's like, crap, I got to try to shift my entire car just to shoot the guy. And it was just so clunky. But in the first rage, like you would go to an area and you could clearly see, oh, this is an arena. I'm going to have a car combat fight here. And it was actually a lot of fun. It was kind of a big circular area. You could just drive around. A bunch of cars would enter and you would just battle them all out. The only combat really in this game was a convoy that you would take out. But the convoy was just, it was just tedious. And it wasn't really fun. The convoy, the electrical thing that they put down, would that just completely stop your car? No, it would damage you. Yeah, it, it oh, would okay. make you lose control a little bit. Because I saw them and I avoided them. But I didn't even realize at first that you could use the gun on the car. <laughs> and I didn't know how. There you thought was no, it was just decoration? I guess so. There was no tutorial. And then I didn't couldn't figure out how to aim it. And so when I shot, it just... It auto-aimed. I don't know if that's the way it's supposed to work. but Yeah, it does. It, okay. Yeah, it took me a while to figure that out, and I agree. There's, It doesn't really give you... I'm sure I could have looked at the menu. It probably has some sort of controller layout or something. But yeah, I never looked it up, and I just mashed buttons, and every now and then things would happen. So, Now, you bring up a good point, Liz, that I do want to mention. So if anyone else up there out there is a noob like Liz... I never thought about it because obviously since I play a lot of video games, I take a lot of this for granted, but this game really does do a very poor job teaching you things. Like you were asking me very basic things of like, what's reload? What's switch weapon? I don't, I don't get how you do this. And I was trying to think like, oh yeah, like they really didn't give you much tutorial. And I mean, stuff like for me, I play a lot of first person shooters. So I'm like, okay, it's probably this or it's probably that. But for you, you had no idea. Well, cause I kept thinking that, cause they, they told me once I think it was the down on the D-pad would switch like the grenades and stuff. Which is an but odd I, button. But I thought it was up. And so I would hit up and I'd use my health infusions. And I was like, crap, no, I'm doing it wrong. And I couldn't figure out how. There's certain things that I just like, you, they show you once and then you don't realize that you need it until it's like in the middle of a. But barely. Like they didn't teach you how to do crafting. They didn't really teach you how to upgrade your character. Like, how to use some of the boost and mods you were getting. That's true, but I will say that when it comes to upgrading and stuff, they do make it a bit easier. Like, the whole trees and stuff, they're pretty detailed. You can kind of figure it out. I never know what I should be working towards. And even with the game itself, I'm so glad that Andrew was helping me because the sentinels that would come down, I thought you, like, had to fight them or it was important to. And he was like, no, you really don't have to. So there are things, too, that I didn't know if they were important or not. And so, yeah, I just think in general, the game just doesn't really explain much of anything. Yeah, those, like, Sentinel Tower fights were awful. They were boring. They were just, they just uh, took all your ammo. And it just, were the, the least interesting fights. I thought that the map was really good, though. It kind of reminded me, I mean, it's a lot different, but it kind of reminded me of Just Cause 4. And Just Cause 4, I was so confused with the map. In this map, everything is detailed, color-coordinated, so I thought they did a really good job with navigation. I'm surprised that you actually liked it. I, I thought you had a hard time with it. See, I, the only thing I didn't like is you only got the trail, the GPS trail, when you were in a vehicle, and I found myself running a lot, which is probably my own fault, but... Really? You know you could call your car, right? Yeah, I never really... Which is another thing they didn't teach you. Yeah, they didn't teach you that. I had to chill as that. Yeah, I... Again, it was one of those things I was like, ah, I should probably look that up. 
I don't really care. I'll just keep running. And then normally I would find a car somewhere along the way. But yeah, I just, in general, I, I found like, I didn't feel like I liked the, the travel in this game very much either. There's some places that your car can't go, I found out, because I was actually following the purple arrows, and Andrew was like, I don't think you can put your car there, and I was like, I drove here, and then so I went into the building to talk to the doctor, came out, and my car was gone, and then so I went back to the main road, and it still wasn't there, and Andrew's like, we'll just call the car, and I was like, I'm not paying for that, like, it, I, my car is supposed to be able to go there, I was on the purple lines, I'm not wasting $10, because the game messed up. So I like, then I went I like your to, response. I drove here. Yeah. I So I ended up just fast traveling to a town and getting my car for free just out of principle. <laughs> <laughs> it made it so much harder for myself. Like, Because I know the area. When I saw how far you, like, I parked my car. I'm like, how? You're not supposed to be able to. Oh, Liz. Always find a ways to do things she's not supposed to do and somehow make it work. I was on the arrows. But also it was not. through the trees at the doctor's, and if the arrows are there, I'm going to do it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Can't fault you for it. So, as we kind of said, there's, like, a lot of just, like, side quests you can do in this mission. They even try to add, like, two separate game modes. They had the Mutant Bash, which is basically, like, an arena fight, and then the Chaz Car Derby, which is just car racing. Neither of these activities I thought were that fun. The Mutant Bash I thought was okay, because that's at least kind of shooting monsters, and that's it. And it would give you kind of different aspects of like, oh, do it with just pistols and grenades. But as far as the car racing, I did that once and I was like, yep, I'm good. Never doing that again. <laughs> yeah, I never did the car racing one, but I did do I did the very first mutant one, which was nothing special. You just got to do all your weapons. But I still felt like for an arena battle felt like it was so slow. Just yeah, like there'd be like a wave of four or five enemies, five, six seconds go by three enemies then three more enemies then a wave and it was just it just didn't feel good which speaking of what did you guys think of the enemies of this game so i honestly didn't get very far into the game as you know and but i can guarantee you you saw the enemies that's what i was gonna <laughs> say is i didn't think i saw much more i know there's like a b- big one or is that just uh yeah the abaddons they're they're scattered but well, some their fights armor, aren't interesting. And then you have the people in like the sewers that were a bit different, the a bit hard. You had you had the you had the goons, which is the basic bandits. You had the shroud, which were the people that went invisible. You had the authority, which were the main bad guys, and then you had the mutants, and that was it. And they each had about like two character models each, and like there was there was not much for character design. The invisible ones. I didn't know if there was something wrong with the game at first. I was like. This guy is disappearing. What's going on? <laughs> I like that that's like, your first instinct. They turn invisible. Is the game is broken. Because well, I no, can't see. I wasn't sure because I heard nothing about invisible people in this game. And I was like, wait, did he just disappear? And then he reappeared and he shot me. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> they say nothing about invisible people. I'm sorry. I'm not expecting it. They say anything yeah. about a lot of things either. <laughs> but I do just like that your first instinct is that the game was broken. This leads back to okay, all of the glitches with this that Liz game, no, into. No, with this game, though, you have to admit, how many glitches are there in this okay, game? There so, is an absurd amount so of glitches. So don't even, Keith. This game is insane with glitches. I don't even... My car disappeared. That well, went that, invisible. Well, that's because you parked where you... <laughs> what do you mean? That's because you're somewhere you weren't supposed to be. But look, I'm just saying, this game, you weren't wrong. That's all I'm saying. This game was god-awful with glitches. Yeah, the glitches in this game are straight up unexcusable. This game's been almost for out a year. 
and there's like a crazy amount of glitches and unfortunately a good amount of them are game breaking keith you were the first one to find the first game breaking one yes sir which i'm surprised i thought liz would be the one <laughs> no i i just I, in the midst of scrolling through the game or going around i just collected a good amount of stuff actually i was, I was like a good three hours into playing so one of the first towns or the first town i don't know yeah, it's the first time. But the sewers, yeah, you, where you go underneath there, hot tip, if you do want to play this game, do not ever go back down there again. You'll get locked down there forever, and you'll have to go back to an old save. So I lost about three and a half hours of game time on this. Didn't make me very happy, but it did make the game name that much more fitting, because I was very raged. Yep, I feel like that's how they got the name for the game, too, because there's no reason why this game is called Rage. It's not like it's an acronym for something. No, it's just everyone's angry. But didn't you say that this glitch has been happening for a very long time? It has. This game's been out since May. Oh, yeah. I looked it up and I I found it's been happening basically since the game's been out. And some people were able to get through it on PC, but basically using like a a hack tool. Yeah. But again, that's not an acceptable answer. (laughs) Like, yeah, I feel like there would be an easy fix. Like just cut off access to the sewers where people don't go back in it. Or just allow the door to open. Yeah. Just that easy. And then Liz found another game-breaking bug. Well, I don't know how you caused it, but Liz could not load the game anymore. Even I tried numerous times. We had to completely uninstall the game and reinstall it. Did we even try it after we did that? No, but it should work. But But do you know what? The game has been crashing on me since I've been playing it, and it sucks when you defeat all the enemies, and it saves your location, but not the work that you did, not the collectibles that you got. So for me, that's why I said earlier, it's kind of ridiculous. I've had this game just randomly crash on me a a handful of times. Uh, Both me and Liz experienced the same glitch, where if you play this game for an extended period of time, I think it's after like maybe like two, three hours, the sound just completely cuts out. No sound effects, no music, nothing. And you have to completely shut the game down. To get the music, like the sound back on. And it's just, it's these weird, odd bugs. And from like a really big name studio, like these are just really awful. Yeah, I was trying to play a little bit more actually before we recorded tonight. And I had the same thing Liz had where the game just wouldn't boot up. I shut my Xbox off. I closed the game. Nope, wouldn't do it. And they said, okay, that's fine. I didn't want to play it really anyways. I was just doing it. I tried it since this morning. This morning I got an hour in. It crashed, and then from then until it's 9 o'clock tonight, and it wouldn't boot up. That entire time, I tried periodically throughout the day, because this is going to be like my big gaming day, you know, caught up on the laundry and stuff, and I was like, <laughs> yes, I'm going to play more Rage, because I liked the game, I wanted to play it. Nope. Which is just crazy. So for me, I probably won't go back to it, because I mean, we're going to be doing other games and stuff now, and for me, it's like, well... If this is the way that the game's going to be, I don't want to waste my time anymore, you know? Yeah. Great. And I mean, there's tons of, like, small, minor ones, too. Like, I got a good amount of, like, graphical issues as well. But nothing was too crazy. None of the graphical stuff made me, like, think this was the worst game. Like, I didn't have, yeah, invisible enemies that would shoot me and I couldn't kill or anything like that. But that's its one good thing, I guess. Because overall, I think the graphics of this game are pretty nice. I, I, I thought some areas were pretty good. I think this game had too much... I think it's called the Bloom Effect, where it's essentially everything just looks wet. Every character looks just really wet and moist, and the environment does, and it's just this weird effect. I know like they've been putting that in games to kind of make it look pretty, but it just makes everything look wet. 
I like that you said moist, knowing that like 99% of the population hate that word. <laughs> but I, agree. I just heard a collective cringe from everyone. I liked the graphics. I thought there's in some areas, not everywhere, but in some areas, there was a lot of like texture to like the, the floorboards and stuff. And there were certain areas that I thought they did very, very well. My biggest complaint about the graphics, though, is the lie. The yes, the lie of the color palette. Like, when you look at the cover of this game, it's, like, hot pinks and neon greens and yellows. So it's like, oh, this game's going to have this cool, wacky color palette. Nope. Everything's still brown and tan. The only time you see pink are things that are, like, interactive, like ledges you can grab on or buttons you can push. But, like, that's it. And I was so frustrated with that. Like, some of the enemies have some color on them. But I was expecting, like, I don't know, crazy color explosions. It's not. It's a complete lie. Again, go play Borderlands if you want some more action craziness. Yeah, or if you want a better car combat, go play Mad Max. Unfortunately, that is not on Game Pass, but... It was. I think yeah, I think it was. That game, car combat in that game is fantastic. But anyway, that was a ran- random uh, side note. Back to the graphics, though. So graphics in this game are good, just they're not great. Like, there's, there's some moments where it's like, eh, this is really kind of typical apocalyptic world. But then there were some times that I, I really was impressed, but... Yeah. I kind of have a question that's off topic, but... Do you guys think that this game would have been good with multiplayer? Better. But I don't know if we could have handled it. Like, in what way? Co-op or competitive? Either. I would say no. I Because the combat was fun, but I don't think it was... It, it wasn't fine-tuned enough. So normally, for me, when it comes to, like, a first-person shooter, you either got the fast-paced run-and-gun kind of game, like Apex or Halo or Unreal or Doom... Or you have like the slow kind of tactical shooters like you got with, you know, Call of Duty, Counter-Strike, Rainbow Six, like the ones where you kind of aim down sights and take behind cover. This game, I felt like couldn't figure out which side it wanted to be on because I felt like it wanted to be fast, but it couldn't because you couldn't really dodge anything. And then you couldn't really be slow because there wasn't really guns that you could aim really well with. So it felt like it had a hard time placing where it wanted to be. So I don't think a multiplayer would have helped it. Which also random, besides the kicking ability that you get, there really isn't melee in this game, right? No, there is. You have like an ability where you do kind of essentially a force push. You go up to someone and smash them really hard and just throw them against the wall. Well, no, that's what I mean. There is that, but there isn't like just basic melee, right? No, there is. If you click the right analog, you would actually like swing your weapon. If you did a dash, you get an ability too where when you dash and do a melee, you'll actually do like an uppercut and punch someone extra hard. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so there was really some more melee abilities you could get. But like I said, like you never wanted to do them because you would just die. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so like the combat you just kind of had to go slow with. And this game I felt like was trying to be fast-paced in action, but I never really felt it. Even the music itself felt flat to me. Like anytime I was in combat, it would kind of pick up, but it never really got me going. When you're in town, there really isn't much music. I felt like the music in this game is beyond forgettable. I agree. It kind of... I remember that when I was fighting people, it would indicate that there were still people around. I mean, it tells you too, but for instance, when like the sound goes yeah. out and stuff. But for me, I didn't think that it was that drastic of a change. And sometimes I was left wondering if there were more people. <laughs> but I actually forget the music. Yeah, because it's very, very good. That's essentially, it's just generic rock. I think I nailed it. 
I think you could look up the score and it is titled Generic Rock. <laughs> I think a game like this they could have had fun with oh, yeah. music. Which I thought they were going to with like when you look at the cover art, you're like, oh cool, it's probably gonna be like crazy punk rock music or something like that. Nope. I just don't get to the whole vibe of the game. They have like the creepy doctor and everything's all serious and stuff, but then you have the doctor writing that weird baby man monster yeah baby man mutant i just like i couldn't tell if it was supposed to be funny in some parts or if it was supposed to be just serious the whole time i think it was supposed to be serious i think they should have gone for campy yeah had some music that would incorporate that i think that they went in the wrong direction with the game trying to make it serious with that generic story and stuff it didn't work so yeah i just the music would have been really good if it was campy yeah i agree (laughs) (laughs) So this game, for the most part, doesn't really have much going for it. Even, too, like, the achievements, I didn't think were anything that great. They would feed you a good amount from just doing the main story, but there isn't too many to, like, go out of your way to try kind of achieve. A lot of them were just, like, kill 200 people with the rocket launcher, kill 100 people with the wing stick. Like, they were just very kind of generic. I will say, one achievement, its title made me chuckle. And it was kill 50 people with the ground slam. And the achievement's called come on and slam. Which I thought was awesome. No, Keith, it's it's Space Jam. Not, not, you're close, but I'm pretty sure the, the come on and slam is from Space Jam. Not how I beat Shaq. That's Aaron Carter. Well, still a good jam. <laughs> no, I thought the achievements were very disappointing because I played for many hours in this game and I didn't really get much. And it's all stuff that you really have to look up and work for. Like yeah. you said, like, kill people uh, this way, like, 200 people for this way. And it's like, I just want to play the game. I want it to happen naturally. I don't want to have to look it up and be like, oh, now I have to use this weapon. Well, I don't mind looking it up because I like achievement that at least will have you try to do something fun. I don't think it's fun to kill people no. with, like, a wing stick. Yes. Like, for me, like it's those like, are very generic. I just want to use the weapons that I want to use. Like, maybe kill, like, like 200 headshots just in general or something. Yeah. But when it's, like, 200 headshots with this, and it's just like, no, nah, ain't nobody got time for that. Well, there's one fun one where you knock an enemy into the air and then shoot them with a slug with the shotgun. Which, by the way, the shotgun's one of my favorite weapons. That was a lot of fun. That and the grav dart gun. But... Yeah, like, they weren't anything too interesting. There was just, like, that one that I thought I remember. Because I did it by accident. I ended up smashing an enemy, then blasting with a shotgun. I was like, oh, achievement. I was like, oh, that's cool. Well, I looked them up because I was like, why am I not getting achievements? And then I saw what they were, and I was just like, eh. So I didn't work for them, yeah. I'd rather just not get them. Yeah, you and I only had 200 points, Liz. Andrew actually had quite a bit. I think it was, like, 585. Yeah, because I, I beat the game. So, like I said, a good amount of it, you would get a mission, you get a, an achievement for each like mission you did. Yeah, that makes sense. Then. Yeah. So overall, I, I really wouldn't recommend this for achievement hunters. It's, I mean, it's okay. I think in the end, I ended up putting like sixteen hours in. So I put a good amount of time. If you just do the main story, you'll get a good amount of achievements, and you can do the main story maybe like eight hours, maybe less. Especially if you play on like easy. See, I wish I could beat the game, but the game just doesn't work anymore. <laughs> You just you used all your time on it. I guess so. <laughs> Sad. All right. But uh, getting into our final thoughts here. So, like I said, for me, I really wanted to like this game. I thought it had a lot of potential, but with the glitches, the forgettable story, and just the mishmash of game elements that just didn't work well, 
Which, by the way, another side note thing that I just remembered that I absolutely hated, the menu. Whenever you pause the game to go to your inventory, your frame rates would drop to like five frames a second. And it was super slow. It's like, why is just the menu slow? It was really odd. But yeah, so this game just had a lot of problems to it. Which is just so unfortunate. Can I just because... interject and say real quick, though, oh. that with that inventory, like moving in the yeah. menu, I would hit it so many times trying to get it to work that it would just make it worse. And I was just forever <laughs> waiting. <laughs> yeah, because it would never like pick up its speed. Yeah. But yeah, so this game just had so many issues, which is just unfortunate, especially since this game's been out for almost a year. Like, how is this stuff not patched? So overall, I think I'm going to give this game a 70. I did have fun with it with the combat. The car combat I, I thought was pretty bad, but it actually had moments where I was actually enjoying it. But with its glitches, I'm going to have to give it a pass and a 70. It's It may be worth your time, but there's better games on Game Pass. Yeah, I, I feel like all I've done this whole entire episode is just say how much I don't like this game. So I don't know that I need to say much more to summarize it if I were to guess. It just it fell flat of everything that I was hoping and expecting. The graphics were all right. I think I gotta give it like a 65 and stick it with my pass. Yeah, I was originally gonna give it a higher score. I was going based off of enjoyability, and I was actually even tempted to give it an 80, but after today, it's a 75, and that's generous. The game doesn't deserve it. If I can't play the game, it doesn't deserve a 75, but just enjoyability wise, I'm gonna give it that. But looking at Metacritic for Xbox, 72 critics. 5.9 users, and it, it's pretty much the same with PC and PS4, about the same numbers. And a lot of the complaints were things that we had talked about. People complained about awful driving, sluggish menu, the predictable story. A lot of people said it was too short and boring. People complained about no multiplayer, the sound glitch, and the controller sensitivity. And a lot of people did praise it for the combat and shooting mechanics and the open world. Those were pretty much the only two like good things that I really read about it. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. But I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you again, David, so much for recommending this game. We absolutely love when fans recommend games for us because it's always a nice, interesting grab bag that we get. Yeah, I feel like we should definitely point out that this is this is not a shot at you, us insulting this game. We just didn't oh, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it, so thank you. No, I enjoyed it too. I mean, I enjoy all of our fan picks. I don't think there's been any we've been like super crazy about, but like I, I mean, <laughs> I, but I do love it. Like it's hey. they're fun to me. Like even even like they're not like my favorite games. I'm still having a lot of fun with these because it's like oh, I probably want to pick this naturally. Thank you for recommending it. So yes, thank you so much for all our fans who've been recommending games for us so far. Uh, if you out there want to recommend a game for us, you can write us an email at gamepassgrabbag at gmail dot com, or you can write us on Facebook at gamepassgrabbag. Uh, we also have a Twitter, GPGBpod. That's where David recommended this show. Yep, he uh, found us on Twitter. Thank you so much for following us. Uh, you can also write us on our Xbox Club at GPGBpals. And we also have a YouTube at Game Pass Grab Bag. Who would have thought? But uh, yeah, I'm trying to put more videos. It's essentially right now just our episodes, just with a little bit of gameplay on it. But I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. I also have a mixer with the same name, so come say hi. Oh, I'm still Keith. My Twitter's still KeithLynch121, and my Xbox is still a little fluffy, so you can find me there. How about you, Liz? And I'm Liz Noob, gamertag, come on, I'm Dean, and I'm on Twitter, at Liz the Noob, Noob is EW. 
Alrighty, everybody. Thank you so much. Please don't hesitate if you have another game you want to recommend for us, and we'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye.